chicas, chicas, y chicos. Hello and welcome, a very warm welcome to the Joy of Paddle podcast. Spreading and sharing the supreme delight of this wonderful and fast-growing game. I'm your host, Minter Dial, and this podcast is brought to you by Paddle 1969, the largest manufacturer of premium paddle courts, one court for life by Paddle 1969. The Joy of Paddle is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. For more information about the network, go ahead and check out evergreenpodcast.com. So this is the inaugural season of the Joy of Paddle podcast. And to start with, we're going to do an episode once every fortnight. Episodes will drop every other Wednesday at 12 noon London time. Please let us know what you think about the show by putting up a rating and review. For this 12th episode and the last of season one, I'm excited to bring to you Patricia Lyaguno-Zelensky, also known as Patty Lyaguno. Patty's currently the world's number 18 ranked player on the World Paddle Tour and number 17 on the FIP Tour. Age 38 and playing in the drive, that's the left side position. Patty figures amongst the oldest on the women's tour and is still regularly battling into the later stages of the pro tournaments. She won the FIP Platinum in Sardinia this year alongside Lucia Sainz. On the World Paddle Tour this year, it's last, I should add, she sported a 295 versus 141 win-loss record. In this chat with Patty, we discuss her career, how to mix and manage her love of football and tennis with paddle, the keys to a successful partnership, and the prospects for 2024. Vamos! Patty Laguno, it's so great to have you on the show. Welcome. You and I met in Miami. Um, I've been following your career. You started your life, uh, at least your tennis life, um, going to the United States. We didn't start there, but that you went went to the United States on a tennis scholarship. You also played soccer or football, which is really interesting I want to get to. And, and you've been playing paddle professionally since 2008. We're in 2023. You are ranked 18th in the world. You've had a phenomenal year. Welcome to the joy of paddle. And in your own words, Patty, who are you? <laughs> Hi, Minter. It's really nice to have this talk with you. And uh, I'm really happy to, to participate on it. And just the name of the podcast, I love it. It's the joy of paddle. I share that philosophy. So uh, Patty Yaguno is just, uh, uh, you know, a... Uh, a girl, a girl, <laughs> a girl that loves to play paddle. Uh, mm. Since I'm a little girl, I was lucky that uh, my my parents. I grew up on a on a tennis center with paddle courts on it. So even when when I was like really young and nobody played paddle, still uh, I could play paddle since I was like around ten years old. I used to play more tennis because my my father was a tennis coach. But he made these uh, um, different courts that he saw in Marbella. And he said, he actually saw two English women playing on it. And he said, oh, this court, it's different. And I think it's, 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 a, it's a kind of a sport that is going to be easy to play and really easy to have fun with. Mm. So he built two paddle courts on, on the tennis center that we had in, in Murcia, in La Manga. And I was lucky to have it like at home. So I could, you know, combine both sports since since then. 
Um, and yeah, uh, actually, when, when I finished my degree in the US, uh, it's when Paddle was starting to have like serious, um, you know, it, it was getting serious with the professional tour and all the stuff. So I kind of uh, started over again, uh, training and, and, and here I am a few years later, still enjoying it and, and realizing how big it can get, you know, in just a few years. And I'm just loving the, the way it gets, you know. Well, you are amongst the legends of paddle, both on the female and male sides, who've been playing at, at this age and for so long. And, you know, for, for most people who are listening to this show, paddle is kind of the new thing. And, and and they're very excited. There are many addicts. Everyone who's listening, nod your head. Mm-hmm. And and but and yet it can be an addiction for a long time in the most healthy of ways. What do you think has kept you so enthusiastic and enjoying it? What is it that makes this paddle game such a, a long-term endeavor? Well, I think uh, it's a sport that is uh, really easy to start and have fun with, like even if you haven't played any other sport, like especially in Spain, it happened that many, many women that didn't play sports start playing it and they really had like fun really quick. Mm. And it also had the social part, you know, the after <laughs> the aftermath. La cerveza. <laughs> La cerveza, yeah, that was, that really worked out here too. <laughs> and I don't know, I mean, the thing is, like, you can improve paddle, like, really quick if you take it, like, a little bit serious. I think it's important not to take it too serious if you are an amateur player because some people, like, get really frustrated because it, all they can think about is paddle. And I'm like, I mean, you have to enjoy it. You, you, can, you should not get obsessed with it. So it's just to find the, the way, you know, in the middle, the balance of having fun and wanting to learn and an improvement but uh yeah i mean i think i still have that addiction is up there <laughs> i love it i love so it so many play so many years playing and i still think i can improve so <laughs> and i think that is a, that's part of the key there is that yeah, the idea absolutely. that you can still improve i mean as I, at my age i'm trying to sort of stay with it as opposed to necessarily becoming the best or the strongest and it's and a I, sport that is it's changing every year and yeah. for us it's, ch- it's changing every year so it's there's like new strokes it's, it's, there's it's, new it's, teammates there's new courts there's so much going on and now one other thing that was interesting to me so is the fact that you played football, soccer? Do you do you think that that contributed to anything to you, or is that just sort of like a, just a way of having distraction? Well, I used to play soccer a lot in in school uh, here in 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 my case in Spain, and you know it was kind of sad because in Spain soccer wasn't supposed to be for girls, and right. I was kind of mad about it. You know, when I was fourteen, I had to quit playing because mm. no no other girls played. And I went, when I went to the States and I saw that all the girls play soccer over there, I was like, man, my dream would be to play on the team, on the college team. And since I played tennis for uh, four seasons and I had to stay one more year to finish my degree, they led me to, you know, to do the tryout for the team. And I still, you know, could remember some of the, <laughs> Techniques. some of my skills. Yeah. And I mean, I, I had a lot of fun and it was like a dream come true for for me uh but i mean i don't i think it helped me to you know to know more about 
a team sport because uh, it was more people involved in it. And of course, I mean, it helped me to to keep develop developing as as a because I love to play other sports anyways, you know. Mm. I, I I love to do cycling. I I um I play tennis and I love sports. I'm, I I try to play basketball, but I'm really bad at it. And I want to try golf because you don't have to you know to run as much anymore. But still, I think it's a really tricky sport. So we'll see. Well, you know, <laughs> you make me smile, Patty, by talking about basketball because you aren't the tallest person on the paddle court, much less a basketball court. <laughs> um, Definitely not. <laughs> Yeah, so you you're um, talking about uh, playing a team and and how that can help. And one of the things that's interesting to me is is looking at the pros like you and thinking about how they find the partner, and and what is it that makes for success? What do you think is the key element of making success? You've been playing with Lucia. What is it that you feel is making your team such a good team? Well. Uh... If if you're talking about this year, uh, um, I have to you know tell you like it. I have I ha this year I have three different partners because yeah. at the beginning of the year I decided to change sides and try to play at the right side. Right. But that didn't work out for me no. because I've played my whole life on the left side. On the and, left. And I mean, I I felt that I was learning a lot, but I thought that I needed a lot of time to feel as comfortable as I feel on my left side to be mm -hmm. competitive. Mm -hmm. So I talked to my first partner of the year and I, Victoria, and I told her, I have to be honest with you and tell you, I'm not, I, I don't feel I can be the, the kind of player that I want to be this year. So um, I, I I think we need to, you know, to find a solution. So I decided to go to the left side again and play uh, with Orsi, uh, I think it was like five or six tournaments. And then I had the call from Lucia. And the good thing about playing with uh, Lucia is that we know each other for a very long time because she has played the, the all the tournaments. I think since, I would say like as many years as I did, uh, we're, we're, all, we're almost the same age. So yeah. And I think, we are kind of like in the same page, you know, with our sports career and with mentally, with our objectives and and that kind of like worked out for us. So uh, yeah, we, we feel we're doing a good job together and we understand the, the game that we gave to each other. And, you know, it's, it's really good for a team, you know, to, to grow, to make it work. So yeah, and, and I mean, her kind of game, which is like really aggressive, she has like so much power that helped me out because I'm kind of like the player that, you know, do the the dirty job of like cleaning and stuff. But sometimes it takes me a while to finish the point. So. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're not the big uh, six foot two imposing player no, on the left. But, um, but what about, you know, the, like the in-game points and when you're talking with one another how do because i feel like a, 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 in spanish and the argentinians uh just to say those two they they definitely get the idea that communication is vital in the anglo-saxon world we barely ever talk you know so, you know thank you for the ball you know that's about it but you guys <laughs> you guys talk constantly during the point 
during the during, in between the points. And I'm just wondering what what kind of insights you might be able to provide that help others to understand the, the power and the use of that type of communication. Of communication. Well, I would say that for me, it's a way to be connected with my partner after every point, you know, even though if you don't have to say like nothing really important, just to, to say like, you know, just look at each other and, and make a sign or something or like keep pushing or, or let's, let's, let's keep doing this or, you know, just to maintain, to be focused on, on, on what we're supposed to do on, on every point, you know. Like I would say, when we serve, we always say, uh, "Okay, I'm serving this way or that way," just to make sure that you you expect the ball from there. Mm-hmm. And, and what yeah, about like, what about when uh, when Lucia makes a mistake or you make a mistake? You know, it's a, sort of an obvious yes. shot. Ah, you know, stupid. You already feel bad for yourself usually, but what about helping your partner at that moment? Well, that's the thing. Like sometimes in panel, like you you see the partner like doing. Uh, this reaction, which usually is not like like a good sign, like <laughs> like the shoulders go down or the head go down, and you know we try to just have the reaction completely the opposite. Just just say, okay, the no hay nada. No, the intention okay. the intention was good. Let's let's keep going. Or let's try this. Just you know to make her feel the support from from your side because you know that it can happen to you too, and and you don't wanna. <laughs> You don't want to feel bad about, like, you know, like you wouldn't like to have this kind of reaction. So I think you always have to think on her shoes mm-hmm. to 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 do the same. Yeah, in a way, the, the expression should be talk to them as you would like to be talked to. Absolutely. The golden yeah. rule. Um, the golden rule. Yeah, it is. So um, fantastic. And um, what would you say is the highlight of your year, Patty? My highlight of the year, I would say, like, we had a really fun uh, time in Cerdeña. Like, we mm-hmm. had a platinum over there. The and it was, yeah, the FIP. And it was so nice because it, the the tennis center over there where we played, it's so nice. Like, you could hear the all the birds around. It was, like, first week of October, mm-hmm. but the weather was perfect. And, and I mean, uh, all the people over there, was like really nice i love italy like i love italian food too so <laughs> and i don't know like i felt that at that point like i i was playing for lucia for already like it was our third tournament so we felt that everything was working out in 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 that moment so mm-hmm. and we ended up winning the tournament so i mean i would choose that moment absolutely and Magico, magico. Uh, magico. It was it, it was a it was a great uh, week over there. Yeah. I certainly watched that final. I can tell you. Um, well done for that. And uh, what about uh, describing yourself as a player? You, know, you always play on the left. You're not a giraffe. Um, but what sort of how would you describe your play as an animal? What sort of animal do you describe yourself as? <laughs> I saw that question and I didn't know what to say. <laughs> um, I don't know, like. I would say, like, maybe, yeah, I know. I know what animal would be because I have a few friends that made uh, T-shirts for, for you know, <sighs> not in that case with Lucia, but I ha- I used to have a partner that I played with her for nine years, which uh, her name is Ellie, and they build, uh, they draw us as ants, 
you know ants ants yeah Worker. because like we were we were really hard and we bring every point like it would be <laughs> like really, really important so yeah yeah absolutely that makes total sense and what about your favorite shot patty what's your favorite shot to play well uh, i would say uh, all the right-handed shots like maybe the um, you, you mean know everything when, on the forehand? Everything on the yeah, forehand. Yeah, on the yeah, on the forehand. Uh, you know when you get attacked and you get like a counterattack. How do you say like when you get the, a counterattack? Counterattack, yeah, on counterattack from yeah from both sides, but maybe from the right, uh, from the forehand. Yeah. You feel more comfortable down the middle, obviously. Then. Yeah. Exactly. Well, what about a shot that Patty Leguno is trying to improve on? You said at the beginning my, you can always improve. My rulo, my rulo, el rulo, el rulo, el rulo. It's it's the it for me. It's like a confident shot. You know, if if mm. I feel confident with the rulo, okay, this is going to be mm. a good day for myself. Mm. <laughs> when I get to play left, I feel that. So for the, for anyone listening who doesn't know what the rulo is, you're you're on you're playing left or basically left as a right-hander and you're you're close to the net basically and you're just trying and you're generally closer up to the net. And you're just rolling it into the side netting on the side. That's the el rulo rolling it in there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I I feel you. I mean, once I I feel that, I'm like, oh, I can. I, you can start doing it from the middle of the court. And you start like having fun with it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because so many things can happen after that shot. So uh... yeah, exactly. If it, if you get it right, or it hits the pico, right, or something like that. What about <laughs> um? So uh, who are your favorite players to that you admire and look at? Well, uh, n right now, I would say that uh, Ari Sanchez, has, uh, the girls, I think she became like the most complete player in the last few years. And I think she's going to she's gonna stay there for a while. <laughs> At the top. Uh, yeah, she's going to be there. And, I mean, she's so talented and her mental part, she works yeah. a lot on that and, and you can feel the difference. Yeah, you can right see now. her the, the concentration the the fortitude even when she's down you still see her going she's really concentrated and, and she's very solid good lord what a great yeah, solid player is. and then for the guys i would i mean i think tapia we are all in love with tapia <laughs> right now i mean what he did in so many like in not that much time and i mean coelho too but you know you see coelho like he's got that like all this power you know that but tapia like every shot he makes is like oh you just nervioso, you just, nervioso. You just fall in love with it yeah, yeah. <laughs> well and, and 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 something patty that i i feel from the outside that a lot of the paddle players have a a charming attitude when you look at tennis lawn tennis Many of the pros don't aspire. Don't don't look at. I don't look at them and feel. Oh, these are really interesting or nice people. They they might be, but I, they just don't come across that way. Maybe because paddle is such an. I mean, tennis is such an aggressive sport. Whereas in paddle, well, you can't help but also feel charm oozing out of like an Agustin Tapia. He's just he's yeah. just a lovely character. He's he's so good and yet feels so humble. Do you do you feel that? Well. I think like the main difference in battle that you have you always have to play doubles and you always have to communicate with your partner. And that's in tennis is like more like individual game and you don't you don't need to communicate with anyone if you don't want to. 
So Pat will push you to that. And I mean, now it's a, it's a young sport. Like we don't have that many, you know, opponents. Uh, but I mean, I think the more it grows up, yeah. the more aggressive it will get. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that will happen. But I mean, it's it's like professional sports makes it more more serious and mm-hmm. and people like get more into his own bubble i would say mm-hmm. but i mean since we travel all together all over the world we mm-hmm. try to you know you feel we feel like like we're like a big family well i certainly hope that uh, some of that will stay i mean just like the beginning of the matches there's this sort of a, a, an informality there's a, a kindness that four people will stand to get photographed to begin with at the end yeah. all four embrace you don't see that happening in lawn tennis and i have to attribute some of that to the hispanic or the latino flavor. <laughs> well maybe if you feel <laughs> good it could be i mean it could be it always happens also you know you have some other players that you don't get along that that well and of course. i mean you you just try to be as polite as possible and yeah. uh, i mean i think like it's, it's okay yeah yeah of course. I mean, every, everybody can be as as whatever he wants of course totally true what what's the funniest thing patty that's happened to you now in your 20 plus years of playing <laughs> it happened Few things, yeah. Uh, I mean, which one should I tell you about? The one that comes to your mind, you know, let it be, let it fall. Well, so, uh, I remember one time with my coach, uh, with Neki Berwin, she's an Italian, a uh, Brazilian coach, and she used to be a, a battle player too. And we, we're trying, like she told us to to do this strategy against to like the the couple that was number one at that point that it was Cecilia Reiter and Carolina Navarro, and we were supposed to play like over Cecilia Reiter all the time, you know, and we were kind of like tired of that tactic, and and we we kind of asked her, okay, can we play however we want, like because we feel like we can beat them just with no strike. <laughs> and she said, yeah, sure, just go for it. I mean, I'm not gonna say anything. And we were <laughs> we were down 6-0 on the first. Oh, uh-oh. And she was like, okay, you, you guys wanna keep doing this? Because <laughs> <laughs> I just broke my, she 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 was like, like, like down, like sitting down and she's like, I just got broke my my pants on my on on the on the back part of my <laughs> so I'm I'm kind of like you guys right now like I can go get another pants or I just can with this pants for the rest of the match. <laughs> I love so it. So we decided to get going. I don't know why, but I mean it's a it's a massive we will always remember it was played in Alicante. And I mean we got beat so bad. <laughs> So yeah, we we decided it's important to play with the strategy. From there, uh, it's philosophy. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. And and did the coach stay with her ripped trousers? Yeah, yeah, <sighs> absolutely. She was in our team. Like she was, I'll be there with you guys until right. the end. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Six love, six love, something like that. Well, um, so and I suppose that might leads into the next question, which is what what life lessons? What what has paddle brought to you in life? Well, it's so many, so many lessons. Like uh, I couldn't tell you what, but what I'm getting the most of this 
journey, I would say like, you know, I, I saw this sport like growing up, like, you know, like nobody knew about it. And, you know, now we're traveling around the world and it's helping me to, to be at so many different places and meet so many different people. And it's my passion. Like, I, I love to play paddle after like so many years. And I mean, it's helping me to give my all, you know, just to mm. give my all to, to, and not only playing, I would say in, in all the aspects that the sport involves, you know, sometimes you have to work on, you know, with your partner or with your opponents and just, just, you know, become a, a better person every day doing this, you know? So yeah, I, I'd, I'd say it's, it's a really helpful tool for, mm. for my life that it's, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying the ride, just that. Mm. And uh, what about, how do you deal with not getting injuries? How, what's, what are your tips do you have for not getting injured? Cause I've seen, I think at the beginning of this, this last year, we saw many players getting their arms strapped up and having to, you know, LeBron and, and others having to retire for a few, at least months. What, yeah. What's your, what's your, what sort of tips do you have to, to stay healthy? Well, you know, with the years, I kind of learned a lot, a lot about my own body. Mm. I would say that because I remember the first years that I played uh, and I could run all over the court, like with, like, I wouldn't know how much left I have to play the rest of the game. You know, mm. I would play just full. And sometimes. Yeah. And I needed, I didn't understand. Like I was getting tired of the mid of the middle of the game. And so I think like, Every year you learn more about yourself, like how much can you give at every point. Mm. And, and you also learn how to take care better of yourself too. Mm. And doing like, just adding some stuff. Like one year I start working with a nutritionist and, and help me how to, you know, how to eat well and what things feel good for myself. So I'm really curious about that part because, you know, I, I like to take care of myself. I'm feeling well, and I feel every year I feel better. So mm. <laughs> I don't know how much longer it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna work for myself, but I mean I'm feeling good, mm. and I'm I'm working also very much on on the on the physical part, like mm -hmm. the pre prevention. You say yeah. prevention yeah. moves and and mobility, and you know, uh, giving your body the right to talk. I would say, mm. and uh, my body talks to me a lot. <laughs> I love it. Well, it, I, I'd say probably most bodies talk, but not everyone listens. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So that's a really lovely tip. What about, um, so the fact, another thing that I find really interesting in, in paddle for non-pros and all that is the conversion or the, you know, I come from tennis. You had a little bit of a unique life in that you played both tennis and paddle at the same time. You had your four or five years in the States in Georgia. You come back to paddle. What are the tips that you have when you, you're obviously, you're probably got lots of tennis friends who are coming to paddle. What tips do you, could you provide that helps tennis players to properly get into paddle? Well, you know, the first one that comes to my mind is uh, when I, when I learned, when I took my first lessons of paddle, like everybody said that you shouldn't have your backhand with two-handed. Hmm. And, and I used to have a two-handed backhand in playing tennis. Not really good, but I had a two-backhand. So I started playing with one-handed, you know, like really, really slice one. 
mm-hmm. you know it was like the classic paddle from that point right. and and now for for all the tennis players that 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 are coming to this sport hello i, I have a friend here coming Love to it. <laughs> hey. severino yes well uh now all the tennis players are using this two backhand right a uh, backhand which is like really powerful and it makes you counterattack really really well mm, get back that's over the first the ball. thing that yeah, yeah like for example victoria iglesia has like really good one marta that's marrero uh, yeah and i mean i think it's really helpful and i what I would say in my case when I played tennis for four years and then I went back to paddle, I felt the court was really small. <laughs> like I could run all over the court too. So <laughs> that helped me too. And I mean, I think there's like many shots and my the second serve from tennis, it helps mm-hmm. you a lot for the rulo too. Of course. And even, you know, portress. It's the same kind of yeah. action, right? Just get let it go back and roll it. Yeah, that's the thing about tennis. Like the technique is so complex that for paddle is not. And if you have that, you know, uh, ability to do the technique in tennis, you shouldn't mm. have a problem to to reach it at paddle for sure. Mm. So the word I'm getting there is focus on the good things from tennis when you bring them to paddle, because it's sort of. Obviously, also the problem for tennis players is letting the ball go by you, and letting you know have the wall and all that. Yeah, and uh, I would say like also the the preparation of the shots, like they're like really long for the for the ball. You have to make it, make them shorter. Mm. Uh, but <laughs> that happens to me so many times. Like my coach tells me, "Look, can you bring the racket down directly and don't do like all the opening?" <laughs> I'm like. I don't know. It's it's a fabric problem, okay? <laughs> well, there is an aesthetic to it, you know, when you get the nice big round. Yeah. And then... <laughs> well, you think you're brilliant. feathered or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, in my dreams, that's for sure. And what about, so lo- last couple of questions. Um, the World Paddle Tour is about to uh, be closed down, moving to Premier. What do you think of that whole changeover? Well, we think it's a change that it's for good, it's for better. And I mean, in my case, I would say, we're like really, really thankful to World Paddle Tour because it has been like a 10 year trip uh, that were in my case where I felt that paddle went all the way up and all the way out to the world. And we don't know how Premier is going to be and how it's going to work, but it's like a new adventure and we have to trust them and and also work for 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 them to, to make it you know, a, a really good product for for everyone. And mm. and I mean, we're excited about the change. And I think, I, I mean, it took a while to to make the, the, the story ends with a happy ending. Uh, no doubt. It was, try- but it was I mean, tricky. Yeah, it was tricky. And, 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 you know, we share so many years with the workers from World Power Tour. It's kind, yeah. kind of sad, you know, that part. But I mean, I guess it's 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 life, no? Their life moves, life changes. One of the things life that I, I I certainly I, I look at it from the outside, and you know what, well, obviously, and and see that from a, a audience perspective or a transmission perspective, World Paddle Tour has some really good and well done elements, like the highlights they do, and so. 
and of course, the one big change that I see, well, outside of the fact that you'll have a uniformity and you won't have to vie for which one you're going to do and have rankings that are unified, Deuce or Golden Point, are you going to be happy as heck to get rid of the Golden Point or are you going to regret? Well, I'll, I'm going to be fine either way. Like, I don't really... Like when we got the golden point, it was a big, it was a huge change uh, for the game. And after a few months, we realized we can, we could adapt perfectly. So, I mean, whatever they decide, it's going to be that part is, is going to be fine. Like, um, we no, just, just uh, we're fighting for other things, like, you know, like being equal with the guys and. Mm -hmm. That kind of thing is it's the most important for for the for the girls. Absolutely. All right. And last question for you, Patty. What does uh, true twenty twenty four have in store for you? What is that? The what are you what are you looking forward to for next year? For next year, I mean, I'm just uh, hoping for health, uh, be healthy, and keep you know, smile. Keep, yeah, and keep. Um, with the same motivation as every day, like enjoying, enjoying the ride. <laughs> Absolutely. I, there's a Grateful Dead song that goes, uh, I may be going to hell in a bucket, but at least I'm enjoying the ride. Enjoying the ride hey, yeah. Patty, uh, thank you so much for coming on to The Joy of Paddle. It is a true joy to listen to you. I love your energy. Congratulations on this year and looking forward to following you, hopefully getting to see you again in live at some or other performance. Muchas gracias. You. We will see each other in live. Sure. Vamos, thank Patty. You. Thank, thank you, Minter. Big kiss. Big kiss Big <laughs> So I hope you've enjoyed this Joy of Paddle episode. Please don't forget to subscribe to be the first in queue for the next episode. And if you like what you hear, please do share around with other paddle aficionados. This is a sport that deserves to be played by absolutely everyone. And if you've got a story that you'd like to share, please send me an email or, a, better yet, a voice note at nminterdial at gmail.com. With that, thanks for listening. And see you on the next episode of the Joy of Paddle podcast. Vamos! Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts. <laughs>